My name is David Birnbaum. Welcome to The Safe Space. Today's episode is with Brian Anderson, and it's a very interesting episode. Uh, I'm not sure how it will turn out, or it has turned out, but I hope you enjoy it. Brian is um, Brian is someone I met while I was traveling. He and I stayed in the same hostel in Panama City, Panama, for maybe a week and a half or two weeks. And I described him as very loafed. And I was interested because he seemed quite smart, yet very loafed. And I had good conversations with him. And what I mean by loafed is almost lazy. And so we talk about that. I, t- I ask him about his values and why it seems to me that he's almost lazy and how often I associate and I think others associate laziness with stupidity. And, you know, we talk about that. We talk about why he lives the life he lives, whether or not he thinks it's a good one, how maybe I could learn some things and, and try to actually calm down. But then also we talk about, well, you know, how does he feel about me saying he's lazy, he's maybe stupid and questioning these things. It's an interesting conversation that kind of hops around a bit. But, you know, it's just part of my approach of, you know, I want to talk honestly to people about questions I have about themselves or their or their lives. And Brian was very gracious to let, allow me to do that with him as well. So I thank Brian sincerely for the conversation. I hope you find it uh, fascinating and enjoyable as I did. And as always, please subscribe to the channel or your favorite podcasting app and consider supporting the show at thesafespace.ca. Hey, Brian, thanks for joining me. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for having um, me. Yeah, no worries. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how this conversation goes. Um, I think it'll be interesting. You and I met in Panama. Uh, we stayed at the same hostel. And Beautiful hostel. Yeah, it was a very nice hostel. And, you know, the reason I wanted to talk to you is because you and I are both, I don't know exactly how old you are, but you and I are both young adults, you know, trying to decide what we want out of life. And we got along really well. I really like you. I liked hanging out with you. But to me, it seemed like, you, in my words, I, I was calling you loafed, right? You seem like you really liked kind of chilling out at the hostel and like that's the kind of lifestyle you want to lead more generally perhaps, whereas I tend to be like, even on a vacation, it's, it's a struggle for me to be that low key. And I really like push myself to do more things, be more productive and stuff. And I'm trying to actually learn how to relax more but, you know, then I struggle with the idea of, um, you know, being too loafed, let's say, since I, I really love that word. And I'm interested, you mentioned just before this call that, yeah, that low key lifestyle that you were like living in, and loving in Panama, that's still the lifestyle you're, you're trying to live now. So I'm interested, yeah, what, what are your kind of goals for your, uh, your lifestyle? What, what is your kind of ideal day or week? And then we can kind of like explore from there. Okay. I don't know. So a typical day, wake up on a good day. It's next to someone beautiful, amazing, like really outstanding woman that I'm dating. Yeah. Um, we do the morning routine. She does her thing. I do my thing. Uh, leave for the day. She goes to work. I, I live. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, uh, I've got my own place I come to occasionally. When the juices are flowing, I like to get some writing done. But you know me, for the most part, I just like to enjoy my time. So um, part of, I think, 
what helps me as a writer is the ability to really pull in and collect different thoughts and kind of create this tangible um, connection between all of these different pieces. So I think for me, part of what makes me a great writer is just getting so much information and in. so getting so much different looks on perspectives, what's going on in the nation with different laws. I try to put that kind of stuff in the book as well. Um, and just like fads and so on, so. Yeah, so that's interesting because it kind of derails my stuff a little bit because my train of thought, like if you- No, I don't think so because like, aside from writing, I really, I'm, I'm pretty loathed as you might say. Yeah, and so like, I do want to dive into the writing a bit more, but I am interested because you say, yeah, you just wake up and live. And like, I also want to wake up and live. And, you know, that's the ideal. I've spent years studying mindfulness stuff to be able to just wake up and live. And I understand that. But like, what is living, right? It's like, to me, if I do almost nothing for a full day, especially if that's the average day, that's not living necessarily. That's kind of just like, Maybe it's just existing. And so I'm trying to understand the difference or if I'm just misguided because to me and a lot of the people, you know, I'm interested in, I don't know how much we got into like the philosophy I'm interested in, but it's very much about pursuing a productive purpose and like being very active with your time, not always and not physically, but like being very much more actively getting life, let's say, um, versus kind of letting life pass. And, 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 you know, some people might even be offended by the way I'm, I'm kind of projecting that maybe you are letting life pass you by. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm interested in your thoughts on this, this approach because I struggle with it. Like it may be in theory, your lifestyle is appealing to me. And that's why I want <laughs> to, it's like, I'm at least torn about it. And so like, don't you feel like you should be doing more than just kind of chilling every day um no <laughs> to simply answer that question <laughs> but first of all let me ask a question when you wake up are you grateful for like everything are you, are you grateful for waking up are you grateful for the things you have the existence that you have most days yes i still do i struggle with mental health like issues more broadly so not all the time but right. i very much am working towards cultivating that in most days I wake up grateful. Well, then there you go. That's, that's like the perfect day right there. That's all you got to do. Wake up. You did the hard part. And then you just exist. Just go. Whatever happens, happens. If you can, try to find moments of happiness with people because that's like the most precious thing, I think. But, but like, uh, is there anything really for us to do? Well, yeah, that's the idea <laughs> is that, yes, like, if, if you set the bar as all I have to do is wake up and then life is good. Yeah. That, that couldn't life be better. I suppose would be the question. Cause like, I know that my, my philosophical friends and, and like they very much have an issue with the way you're presenting life. Yet I have <laughs> a hard time uh, like protesting that. Cause I understand that premise, but you know, the, the way, um, so objectivism would put it is happiness comes from the achievement of your values. And so you can say like you wake up and you're grateful and you're happy. You've, you've gotten what you want in life, but isn't there something to be said to get more out of life, to create more? 
Oh yeah, there's always room to build. I'm not saying like don't do anything. I'm saying there's no need to do anything. Yeah, and this literally, I don't know how to respond because it it's it's almost otherworldly to me. Because if so, why do anything then? Like, why do you do anything? Why not just sit and do nothing at, all day? Like, why even bother trying to do anything if that's, you can just wake up and be happy? That's a good question. One, I'm not sure I have the answer to. <laughs> why do I do anything? I do things because I still live by the same principles as everybody else in this world, for the most part. Like, happiness should be inherent, yes. I don't know. I'm <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And, like I'm really just interested in exploring this and being able to have an honest conversation about it because for me as well there's this notion and I don't mean to call you to insult you or anything. I'm just saying the way I understand it in the culture. So you already called me love, so what else are you gonna call me? Well, just wait. Um, just wait. There's more? <laughs> so, no, because there is this notion in the culture where, like, uh, people who are less capable of high levels of achievement are more comfortable with less achievement, right? And so, like, I, I struggle to see, like, you know, you seem intelligent, you seem like a nice guy, but you're comfortable without with less than I am. And so, you know is it true or is it just me protecting myself saying, well, I must just be better than him. I must be smarter. I must be more capable. And that's why I need more. And like, cause there's this idea of, it kind of goes hand in hand with like ignorance is bliss almost. It's like a, a corollary of that or a corollary of that. Do you, do you understand kind of what I'm trying to understand? Like, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to understand why you're so comfortable. Like, is it, and I'm trying to not ask if you think you're stupid, but basically, <laughs> like, that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm trying to understand. <laughs> um, and I don't mean no. to be insulting. I'm, I'm honestly just, I'm like, I'm almost jealous. So I want to understand how is it that you, because like may, some people do think it's just like, you know, less intelligent people are more able to just live their life and do nothing and not really care versus, and I don't know if that's true or not. Right. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Um, so, okay. Which question do I try to tackle first? Whatever do, comes to mind. <laughs> do less intelligent people think it's okay to do less, pretty much, we're saying. Yeah. Um, or to achieve less. I think there are different values. Um, what you may call less intelligent people, I'm assuming are people from lower income. No, not necessarily. There are people who come from low income. Average income, like, all incomes. All incomes, right? There are people who, you know- That just achieve less or, because they don't do anything. Sorry? I said you're saying that they achieve less because they don't do anything? Just anyone that fits in that 
Well, so like, for example, if, if you, I don't know your income status, but if you were low income and had your mindset, you could just kind of loaf and live your life and not ever advance because you're comfortable, you're happy, you wake up every day and life's good. So you're grateful and that's okay versus someone else who might, you know, spend all day really grinding it out, trying to earn as much money as they can to uh, get out of their financial situation. And so like, that's where the contrast is to me is, you know, here's two people, one who's not satisfied with their life and one who is satisfied with their life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if I was satisfied with my life, you know, I'm, I make a decent salary right now. I could just like move somewhere low key and just live my whole life there, but I want more. And, and, you know, I'm trying to figure out if that's a disease or a good thing that I always need more than I have. I would say there's something wrong with that. But I'm, I would think there's something wrong with that. Right. Um, and, and I would have a tendency to agree to a degree, but I'm wondering if there's something wrong with the opposite extreme as well, where it's just like, you know, every day I wake up and stuff's just enough. And if I always think that, then my situation won't improve. Well, how do you want to improve your situation? What, what needs to be improved? Is it luxury items that you need or you need a new location? new car your car that you have isn't nice enough no like none of that stuff that's the thing like i totally don't care about like um luxury goods or whatever i make more in terms of finances i make more than i would need right like i i live the lifestyle i want to live but it's like this idea of creation is good right producing things is good so like it's it's i definitely agree with that i agree with that um but I don't think you should have to create something in order to feel like fulfilled, you know? Um, but so why don't you spend more of your day creating, right? If you have, you know, a pretty low key, like, so you're working on a book and, and this is why kind of, like, why not work on another book? Why not have other projects? Why not? Oh, I am. Book two is already coming. I'm working on book two as I kind of release book one. Um, it's just something like I don't, I get to it when I get to it and it's going to be good, hopefully. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, I don't need to create it though. And I had, the, I had the same issue that I ran into while I was traveling because I felt like I wasn't doing enough mm-hmm. <laughs> all that time. Whereas Steve, and, um, I got the impression when we, were, when we met traveling that you liked doing not, nothing. You like to just kind of like loafing at the hostel uh, all day or, or whatever versus like, I didn't get the impression that you thought uh, you should be doing more. And that's what I, you know, I'm interested in. Well, it depends on whether or not I'm high. First of all, that plays a major part because if I'm high, then yeah, I'm a lot more okay with whatever I have going on around me. Right. Um, sober, my mind starts going a little bit too fast and I just feel like I'm wasting time sometimes, but that, that might be a reason why maybe you need to smoke. Maybe well, that'll so it up for you. That's a really interesting question. Cause that's something I've been struggling with recently as well is definitely smoking does help me and many people be more comfortable in the situation they're in. Right. And it's just, you know, life's happening and whatever's going on is what's going on. But then again, if you smoke every day and you just let 
all of life passed like that, I don't think that's good. And so it's, again, what is the kind of the balance of, yeah, I can smoke and just, oh, yeah, life's life. It's just going on versus, uh, so that it definitely, there needs to be a balance and stuff. But, um, you know, I'm interested, like, because, you know, let's say we're in a state where we want to smoke to slow down life or slow down those thoughts, or we can be more productive and create more value, right? Those are both options that would help deal with the issue, right? Or you can get high and create, and that's my favorite out of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, it it shouldn't be a crutch, and it probably is a crutch for me sometimes being honest with myself. Yeah. Um, I'm not perfect shit. (laughs) I'll admit that shit. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I don't know. It helps. It helps a lot. Um, So does like, you don't need to be high. I don't think to just really appreciate your being and that that's without actually giving anything to this existence except for yourself, you know? Right. And I, I, I know in theory right now, I'm not in that space, that headspace. I'm working on getting back there. Have you done much like, formal meditation or mindfulness stuff or are you just one yeah of i've done like mindfulness meditation and... i do yoga yeah and in yoga there's oh, hopefully i'm a good class there's going to be some kind of meditation at the end of it so yeah because again the same way you know we can talk about weed a lot of the people i talk to are very um, a lot of people i talk to are skeptical of the mindfulness meditation stuff because again the same issue if if you do, if you overdo it and you're always in this mindset of life's just good enough because I can meditate for an hour every day, I just know life's good and that's it and I'm balanced and whatever, then like you don't do anything with your time. You just, because like I can be a Buddhist and meditate 10 hours a day, but like, is that really a good life? But do you, so again, do you need to create anything in life in order to have value in life? I would say yes, right? Like a, no. that is is. <laughs> a value is something you act to gain or keep, right? You have to want something that's your wanting it, your desiring it, it being beneficial for your life is what makes it a value, right? So if you like, and so you could value your relaxation over everything, right? But that is your value then, right? I feel like we're, we're using value in two different senses here. That's possible. But my, my point is regardless, like, yeah, that's the fundamental question that like, do you have to create stuff to like, should you be creating or is a lifestyle where you're just kind of living life just to, like, is that you know my happiest moments? I think were when I was just living life. In fact, I'm pretty sure my happiest moments still are when I'm just living life. And the creation thing, the whole working, sorry, my finger's all on the camera. <laughs> the creation thing, like, that's just extra, you know? But I think it's more stroking, like, feeding your own ego a little bit, almost. Probably just say, like, hey, look at me, I'm doing something in society. Like, I'm not a complete fucking waste. Well, so we'd have different views on what the word ego means and whether it's a good or a bad thing. But um, I, 
I don't think creation is necessarily for social prestige. Like that's what I'm saying is when I'm creating and I'm creating at my like highest capacity, that's when I feel like I, like if I have a day at work where I'm super plugged in and I'm getting so much done, I'm living, I'm, I'm present. I'm just living life. But it's like, it's almost at like this, it's almost at this high level. Right. So it's almost like, um, a different plane, let's call it. Not that I actually think there are different planes, right? You feel like but your energy's been like optimized. Yeah, where I'm like really plugged into life. And it's like, then when I have moments like that, I'm more able to appreciate the moments where I'm totally unplugged and just kind of low-key living. But if I feel like if I was only ever low-key living, it, it, it's not satisfying enough. And like weed can help stay there and weed can help mellow that out. But it's actually the balance of the low key living and the high key living, right? Um, that is really what uh, kind of el- seems to elevate my consciousness, let's say, and make me really plugged into life. But I, I meet a lot of people who are just kind of who are focused on one or the other, right? And and so most of the people I talk to right now are only focused on the one, and they don't see the value of the how great it is to do f- absolutely nothing for a day or a week and how great that can be. But you're one of the people I meet who seems to be more so on the other side. Um, and that's why I find it fascinating. Yeah, well, I, I can do absolutely nothing as long as I'm enjoying doing it. And the people and places play a huge part of that. Like, but do you ever get to a point where, like what happens or does it never happen when you get bored of the nothing? Do you just, like yeah, that so does happen. Or that's, like, <laughs> like when you met me, um, I had finished the first book already, and I had just started the publishing process. Yeah. So I was like content doing nothing at that time, but then just as time passed, doing nothing, doing nothing, doing nothing, you do get that itch. That's like, okay, it's time for me to give something or do something productive. Right. But, and so that's, but that's why I'm interested because now you're saying that there is some value in doing something productive. Oh yeah. (laughs) There is, there is. I probably do sound hypocritical when I talk. That's not just for this conversation. That's, that's a lifestyle choice of mine. (laughs) Um, But. So. I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction now because, I mean, I don't know how interesting this conversation is to people, but I'm enjoying it anyway. So whatever if they don't. Um, But I'm wondering how you feel about the way I'm like presenting to you. Like I've called you lazy, basically, and I've questioned if maybe you're unintelligent, which is why you're lazy. And I'm interested in that, like, how do you receive that? Because I'm just genuine, like, I think you're a nice guy and I'm just genuinely interested in understanding you. And this is the context that I have right now. And I'm, I can't understand unless I ask those questions, but almost anyone I know would be very offended by that. And maybe some people listening are offended. So how, how do you receive that message? And, and why talk to me and be open to someone who's kind of like playing with those ideas? Well, because I don't think you're a dick is the biggest one. 
Right. <laughs> and that's because I know you. Um, we spent some time together. We talked, and I, I feel like you're, you're a decent guy. So I don't think you would purposely try to disrespect me or anything like that. Um, two, it's not like it's the first time I've heard these things. <laughs> well, the below, below average question my intelligence. Some people do. I've, I've been called the smartest dumb motherfucker. Some people have known. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Family, friends, a lot of people with the same mentality that you do, they do think I'm lazy. Right. Um, probably they might have something on that. I don't know. I don't, I don't care too much. I know I'm doing what I want to do. I'm right. living my life. And that's, that's the best thing anyone can do. If you're living your life and you're satisfied with it, if you're fucking more than satisfied, if you're ecstatic with it, if you're happy with it, keep doing that shit. Cause you're doing something right. Right. And so if you hate your life, you're doing something wrong. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. There's a lot of people who judge you who definitely hate their lives, right? And so I suppose um, that's a that's a fair point. And you know, I appreciate that you don't think I'm a dick because some people would just some people would label me label me a dick just by the very fact that I would ask those questions. But it's really interesting to me that you say you've been called like the smartest dumb person because I call myself the dumbest smart person. <laughs> so maybe that's why we get along because I think I'm quite <laughs> smart, but I'm also, I can be very stupid, which is why I just mm -hmm. ask questions like I'm a kid, right? Like, this is what I'm thinking about right now. I want to talk to people about it. But so how do you, how do you maintain if, you know, if you're, if you've, if it's not the first time you've heard these messages, how do you maintain that independence where you don't care what people, you're, you know, you're living your life, you know, you're enjoying it. And you know, maybe you'll figure out more and you'll change a bit if you decide in the future. But like to hear these mess, a lot of people get a lot of messages from others and can't ignore it. They, they change for other people where it seems like you don't do that. Um, and so how, how do you, how do you not do that? I, I'm not completely <laughs> immune to that. I do change for people. Um, mm. Change a lot recently as I'm still in North Dakota. <laughs> um, I think as long as you're, <laughs> I saw this meme and it's perfect. If they're not feeding you, fucking you, or financing you, then what they say doesn't matter. Right. right? So. Yeah. But if they are doing one of those things, you might want to pay attention when they talk to you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, easier said than done, I suppose. But I guess it's all goes, it's hand in hand with the fact that you just kind of are living your life. And if you wake up and you're grateful every day, and and you're you know you're enjoying your life then what does it matter what some random person says to you right yeah i guess it doesn't yeah so what do you think of this whole conversation what do you think of the fact that i asked you to come on why did you come on what why put yourself out there publicly what do you what do you think of all this yeah you asked me for a favor i gave you a favor right i, I enjoyed it um good conversation definitely made me think about a few things because i do struggle with that sometimes when i'm not being productive at all like at all i do struggle with i gotta do something but 
maybe I need to get in touch more with being able, okay, okay. Like I'm okay doing what I do because it's just me and then I'm happy. And so if I may, I'm still struggling to understand how you're so chill. And I, have a, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think you're unintelligent. I really enjoy, we spent like a week together. I really enjoy talking to you. I think you're intelligent. Yet in my brain, the only way you could be this chill would be if you're unintelligent. I, I, do you, like, it's hard for me to understand how you're so chill. And maybe it's just because I'm so high strung. You can see the veins in my neck. I'm stressed out by this conversation because I don't understand. I don't know. I, I can't I can't tell you why I'm so chill. You only believe it's because it must be of low intelligence or something. I I no, don't, I know don't how believe to... that with you, but like that's kind of the the idea I get generally, right? Is is that idea? Is that you know, if people are just kind of chill, they just go with Well the that's a terrible life. idea. You should change that paradigm. <laughs> a lot of the most chill people are some of the most intelligent people. Right. Hmm. Well, I don't know where to go. I'm just... Uh, My intelligence is damn near genius, in case you were wondering, the last time I did an IQ test. Yeah, no, and I, and I totally believe that. And that's why I'm confused, is because, like, our values seem to be very different. And I would have thought that, you know most intelligent people have the same values as me, which I suppose is just wrong, right? Like that's a wrong way to view it. But so I'm trying to then understand why our values are so different. Okay, so then ask yourself, why are you not okay doing nothing? Because doing stuff is really fun. It's really enjoyable. Sometimes, depending on what you do. I'm not saying like lay in bed all day. <laughs> so yeah what do you do when you do nothing like today for example i lay under the tree for 10 minutes and i would have liked to have done that for an hour i would have just liked to lay in the sun for an hour doing nothing but i had a bunch of meetings today um and i take it as a good sign because i progressed to like a week ago i couldn't do that because i was too stressed out and now i'm getting back into my mindful routines i'm getting back into like a healthier headspace and so if I get to do nothing for an hour, literally just chill in the sun, fucking fantastic, right? Um, yeah. But when someone almost, let's say, prioritizes that, it, it's confusing to me. Because I've, I've done that and, you know, I, I spent 10 days at a, at a meditation retreat. You don't do much there. You just meditate and whatever. And if you take Buddhism to its extreme, like that's what they do. And they think that's a good life because they're happy, quote unquote, they're, they're in a state where they're not dissatisfied. But to me, it's not the same as the happiness I feel when I've accomplished some big task I've been working on for two years. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm pursuing something, I'm creating something. And that feels like even better, perhaps. No, I understand that. I definitely understand that. Um... As someone who's like just releasing his first book, I realize like how you feel that because like that's what I feel when I'm as I'm releasing this every little milestone I hit. I'm like, it's actually happening. This is coming out. Um, at the same time, like what what's more fleeting, though? 
Like right, if you're happy day in, day out, if you're happy simply waking up, if you're happy doing absolutely nothing, and that's something that really can be taken away from you. But if you take away any of those accomplishments, any of those achievements, then what do you have? Right. That's where happiness comes from. I basically say like, I think that that's the baseline, right? The baseline, the minimum you want to accomplish is wake up every day happy, right? And, and mm. that's not easy to do for many people. But like once that's a thing, then yeah, you can never go below that level. But I think you can still go above that level, right? And I wouldn't say like when I fail to achieve something, I don't feel bad about it. Like I just, I just feel neutral about it. Oh, that didn't go well, but next one it will go well and I'll get that achievement still, right? So I think like I don't view failure as detrimental to my happiness because I almost don't really view myself as failing ever. It's all learning, right? And so it's like, right. um, but so it's like, yeah, wake up happy. That's the baseline. But then like, what can I add on top of that? Because I think I have experienced like much deeper or larger experiences of happiness. <laughs> I don't know who's to say. Though I, I will say that it is accomplishment is addictive. And I, I, I tell people I actually smoke weed because it's less addictive than work. Because the <laughs> feeling I get, the pang of excitement when I accomplish something. So like when I'm stressed out, when I don't want to deal with like whatever issues I have in my life, I become kind of like a workaholic because it's so addictive, that feeling. Oh, I just got accomplished something. Oh, great idea. Great idea. It's like the, the it's, it's addictive. Right. And so I totally get how people throw themselves and become workaholics because that sense of accomplishment can also be an escape. I think if it's not done properly, if it's not held properly. Like it, it depends. Um, if you're someone who actually does enjoy their work, then yeah, that's kudos. Cause I mean, you're out there, you're doing what you want to do and you're doing it well. And that's what it's all about. Like it's all a, a matter of what, what it is that you want to do. Do you have that freedom, that Liberty to choose your own destiny instead of having it chosen for you? Now, mm -hmm. if you're putting in 80 hours a week and you fucking hate that shit, if you hate your life, then fucking throw that shit away and go lay under a tree. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is people, I think get caught up thinking they need, like, this is more, I say, like people think they need the shit. Like you asked, like, Oh, do I need a nicer car or whatever? And I used to need that stuff. So then I would have worked a shitty job to get the stuff I think I need. And that's why people don't have that baseline of, well, if I can just wake up happy every day, then I can, choose what I want to do with my time from there. My happiness isn't dependent on something I think success is like. There's like a baseline of happiness. And then, yeah, like if I have, if I work 80 hours a week and hate it, I wouldn't do that because, you know, I'm doing that for some reason, you know, allegedly. Hmm. Any last thoughts? I don't know. This kind of hopped all over the place, but it was at least enjoyable for me. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Any, what, anything, anything else on your mind? No, just to really like, and this is for you and anybody watching, um, really learn what it is that you enjoy in life and then do it. That is that simple. Like for me, it's doing whatever the fuck I feel like it, honestly. And if it's laying down, I'll lay down. If it's going out, I'll go out. If it's going to the gym, I'll go to the gym. But it's what I feel like doing. If you don't feel it, well, 
that's horrible because sometimes people feel like shit. <laughs> but do the things that make you happy anyways. Just find your happiness and do it. That's that's it. But you have to make sure it's not like it, long term, it's a sustainable happiness, right? Of some sort. Not that like you're because some people would say, oh, I shoot up drugs. That makes I feel like doing that. It makes me happy. Oh, God, do we have enough time for this one? <laughs> we have a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, drugs. Um, like I don't I, know. Who's to say? Who's to say is all I'm going to say. I'm not going to judge anybody doing drugs, but who's to say whether or not that's an ideal life for them? All right. Um, I had one other. Oh, what's your book called? When's it published? Uh, Sympathy for the Devil by Alex Stevens. It's a uh, book one of Fallen Ballad of Fallen Angels. It comes out October twentieth, two thousand twenty. Cool. All right. Thanks. Thank you. See you, man. <laughs>